right, you guys, before we get into today's episode of the pod, you guys have to subscribe because I'm looking at you and you are not subscribed to the channel yet. And also you have to hit the notification bell because you're not going to know when I post if you don't have notifications when I post. And then also share the video, you guys. So all your family, friends, anybody you may know can tune into this podcast. And then also like the video so I know you guys are liking these episodes. And also comment down below who you guys would like to see on this podcast. It could be anybody. Just let me know. And then also follow my social medias. I'm going to pop them on the screen so you guys can stay up to date with everything to do with this podcast. And then also check out the Spotify version as well. It's going to be in the description. So click that link if you want to listen to the Spotify version. And then also the take.sport.blog. I am a sports writer. So go ahead and check out those articles. If you guys do not click that link, you guys are going to be missing out on some of the best articles you'll ever read. So make sure to go click that link below. But let's go ahead and get into this pod, you guys. Um, so welcome to another episode of the Take Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jackson Burleson. And in today's episode, I got Shiloh Means, uh, University of Pennsylvania Safety, uh, joining me on. I appreciate you. Um, so how would you rate your season? You guys went 8-2, and 5-2 and two in conference play. So how do you think you guys did this year? Um, I mean, I think we did. I think we did pretty good. Um, if we're comparing it to last year as well, we went three and seven. You know, there are a lot of moving parts um, in the offseason, um, which got us to the place we are now, which is eight and two. Um, but we still we still felt short. We fell short, at least in my opinion, because – we're one game away from winning the, the Ivy League, the ring. Um, we're the only team to beat the team that won the championship. Um, and I think that was just from, like, that specific week we had. We, I want to say, like, a lack of focus. But um, we, we were kind of looking too far into the future. And we weren't really focused on our opponent that week. And it was Brown. Um, but I, I, I'd say – satisfied you know i can't really yeah. complain because we did improve a lot we did improve a lot but the next so the next yale won it right yeah yeah yale. yeah so you guys played yale and you guys actually beat them mm-hmm. i watched i watched the game and you guys had a pretty good defensive stop at the end that kind of won you guys yeah. the game. so you yeah. guys must have felt good about that and then not to get the ivy league that's got to be kind of annoying at the same time too yeah it is annoying i mean it was our homecoming too, so it was a great win. And then last the year before, we got like blown out by um like forty two to like twenty twenty eight something like that. I don't know, but yeah, it was it was pretty satisfying. So like, what were some differences from like you guys last year defensively and this year defensively? Like, what did you guys improve on the most? Um, defensively, um, I say. A big part of it was our, our leadership changed. Um, we didn't have um, like a lot of guys like come back. So it's kind of like we're seeing the same faces. Like we got some new voices, new faces. Um, but along with that, I thought our chemistry was better on the defense this year. Um, our practices were a little like more intense. We're all pushing each other. But honestly, it all started after that that three and seven season like we knew we were better than that uh we knew we were much better than that we had the people uh, we had a coaching change to which helped a lot for our offense but 
I think I think it incorporated more than just just the defense. I think it was a team as a whole. It was just we had something to to fight for, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, because you guys were striving for kind of improving from right. Yeah, three and seven to eight and two. That's quite a that's quite a that's quite a transition there. Like that's quite a spike. Like what really clicked throughout the whole team? Like you guys just were like locked into what you were doing or like um well I I'll just keep comparing it to last year, like the success we we're talking about. Um you know, once you start off like losing to like an out of conference team that you should have won or beat, um that kind of sets you back a little bit. I mean, you try to stay focused, then the next week you get blown out by like Dartmouth on ESPN. Um, it's just kind of it's a little difficult to say to stay motivated, you know, and not point the finger uh to each other. But this year, you, you know, we we took it week by week, started off six and oh, and we, we just had something to prove every week, not just to other people, but like to ourselves, like what we're really capable of. And that comes from trust in your teammates. You know, we we just we were just more we were, everyone was more like that, more tapped into the yep. to the goal in mind. But yeah. So like what are your goals for next year as a team? Like going undefeated or like winning the Ivy League? So one of the things um I'm starting to to notice and like some of our coaches have said as well, like going undefeated is is very difficult. Like to be yeah. perfect, it's very difficult. Um, so, my I mean, obviously, our goal every year is to win the Ivy. But after this year, after after that three and seven year twenty, it was that twenty twenty one season, and after this season, you kind of know or have a better idea of what it takes to reach that perfection or to get that ring. Yeah, um, but. Uh, I I had this meeting yesterday with one, with one of the coaches uh, and a few other guys, and he was saying, um, like that jump we had from three and seven to eight to two was was good, but the next hardest the hardest part and not many teams make that is that next one percent, and that's what's going to get us to that next level. So I mean, I, we want we want more chemistry, we want more people locked in, and we want the ring. You know, simple as that. Yeah, I mean, staying on top is like not not easy. Like you can get there and kind of be there for like temporarily, and then you can kind of lose your mojo like pretty quick if you don't have things in sync. Right, exactly. And that was like for you, like you kind of stepped in. What do you think you brought to the team this year that you guys didn't have last year at the safety position? Um this year, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me was uh, I got not more a lot more knowledge of our playbook. Um, not saying that I didn't have a lot last year, but I kind of knew what to do. I knew, but I didn't like understand why. And I think that was a big thing um, telling me just like reads, pre-snap stuff like that. Um, but I mean, I bought or brought some aggression. Uh, of course, I like to tackle. Um, yeah. But I mean, I kind of just wanted to make plays. You know, I was going to be there. I wasn't going to point the finger. 
at, at one of my teammates if they did something wrong, you know, I just, yeah. I was, I watched, uh, I think it was against Columbia or Yale. I can't remember which one it was, but I swear you, I, I was watching it like the first two times. I thought you had the craziest interception ever. You like kicked it up and then caught it. I didn't realize that like the receiver dropped the ball and it hit the ground, but I thought you caught that interception. I was like, yo, how does not, how's this not ESPN top 10? Like I literally thought it was the interception when I first watched it. Yeah. So that, that was, that was against Yale. I mean, I, the one against Cornell was pretty good too. I think, um, I don't know if you saw that one. Um, but yeah, honestly, bro, I should have had I should have like five picks this year, but I I broke my thumb. Well, I strained my thumb and I had this like little cast on my thumb for the for the whole season. And then second to last game, I broke it, like the tip of it. So any ball that touched my hands was not getting caught pretty much. <laughs> yeah, because your thumb, you kind of <laughs> need it to catch a football. Like it's kind of crazy. Like you wouldn't think you yeah. think you could without it being kind of temporarily there, but you still need that movement right. a little bit. Like, how long is that going to take true. for you to kind of get that thumb back and ready? Like, you think it'll be ready quick? Um, or? See, I, I broke it November, um, beginning of November. And then I had a cast on for a few weeks. So it's it's healed now, but there's still, like, a little piece broken in it. That'll take about, a, about another three weeks, and then I should be, like, pretty much completely healed. So like when there was so there's no question in your mind when you like broke it like I have to be on the field like was that something you kind of were like? Well, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things like if you can still play, like yeah, it helped me back a little bit, but I can still like do my job, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of one of those things where you don't want to show weakness. I think that's also kind of what I brought uh like to the field at the safety position um like I'm, I'm i'm trying to not let things like hold me back from from doing my job you know because i i've come to perform every week we only have 10 games like no bowl games no playoffs so you have to take advantage of literally every snap and that's i wasn't going to come out yeah i mean you gotta you gotta stay in there and kind of make the most yeah. of your opportunity so what are things coming into the season that you think you did well like throughout the year that you worked on in the off season before this year uh, my man coverage skills are really good um you know I had a decent amount of like pass deflections you know my range was good uh, I worked on that uh, my conditioning was good like I, I say after after like that second game like you come into the season thinking you're in condition. But once you hit that first game, it's like, okay, maybe I need to up it a little bit. Um, but after about this 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 second game, that's when I was I was in like I'd say like peak condition. Um but wait, well, I kind of lost track of the, the question you said. No, so know, like um, like what do you think are things that you worked on during the offseason that you kind of applied during the season? Right, yeah. So uh, yeah, that conditioning I was just talking about. And then, obviously, the knowledge of the playbook. Um, and honestly, what's going on, going on around me, so I know my help is, man, coverage. And um, yeah, 
I can't really say like discipline translated onto the field, but I think like into the locker room, like just the environment, you know, weight room that I worked on that a lot this this uh this off season, and I think that helped me too. Like just kind of stay on track. So like as a safety, you do you prefer man coverage or do you prefer like a zone? Um depends. I mean, honestly, it's it's probably better in zone because then I have the opportunity to like see the play develop. I don't have to only stare at the guy, like I can see what's going on around me and yeah. like possibly make a tackle. Uh man coverage is cool too, depending on the situation. Like I like it in the goal line. Um just because a lot of the routes are narrowed down in the goal yeah. line, like inside the inside the like 15, like 12 yard line. Um but probably probably zone. Yeah, zone. Probably zone. So like tell me about the mind games between you and the quarterback. Cause you're kind of reading his eyes when you're kind of back there in coverage. So like how do you kind of guess what he's gonna do or like assume what he's gonna do? Right. So like the only time I like truly only read the quarterback or like base it is off of like cover one. Um and the the quarterback's initial read is going to be you. So, I mean, I'm honestly not playing too many mind games with them because I also have to be able to do my job. Um, but, I mean, there's some things like, you know he wants to throw to his favorite receiver and he's in the slot, um, like, third and ten. Like, obviously he's going to him. So, if we're in man coverage, he knows that. Then I kind of just pop my feet right there. Like, I'm not going to backhoe or just get out of there immediately to throw this slant or something right there, but then we have linebackers. But um, I'm honestly not playing too many mind games because I still got to gotta do my job. So when you're like – and because you guys don't blitz – I notice you guys don't blitz the safety much. Like, do you wish that you had more chances to get to the quarterback or is that kind of like something not really on your radar? So we, we, we had uh, some safety blitzes. Uh, years prior uh, we had some last year too um but we I don't know why we took it out um but then there was there was like another like formation blitz off of it with the linebackers that worked out perfectly fine um we do have a safety blitz it's like a it's like a cover zero pressure and then you bring the safety it's it's the 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 boundary safety um we call him the free safety um but honestly, I'm not I'm not too complaining too much about it, you know, just whatever, whatever helps the team, truthfully. I mean, I would like to blitz, um, get better at it, because I know players and safeties in the league are doing it. So if I'm trying to go there, then I should probably get pretty good at it, you know? Yeah. Who are some safeties like in the league that you model your game after? Um, you know, I I would say I mean, so I'm a Steelers fan, so I, obviously I, I enjoyed the short time I was able to watch Troy Palmalu play. Um, you know, he was aggressive. He was quick. You know, um, and then still staying on the Steelers, I like Minka. You know, he's a great player, you know. And so Derwin James, like, th- those are probably, like, top three, you know. Um, I actually remember I was at the I was at the Chargers game, that Monday Night Football game with the Colts. And I just – and I was like – I had some, like, pretty decent seats, and I just seen Derwin James, like, make this pick. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. But just the way he played it, how he started off getting beat, but the dude's, like, 6'3", 
oh, huge and he's yeah. fast. Oh yeah, I know. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that that was yeah, crazy. I was crazy. Yeah, I was like, he's huge. No he's, like, he's so big and so fast. Like he's, he's like kind of throws you off a little bit. Right. And some of those are kind of like some like intangibles. Like I'm not six three, um, six foot, five eleven and a half. Uh, you know, but just the mindset. Honestly, yeah. I think all those players have in common is that mindset. So, like you said, yeah. uh, like Steelers, like players, like you, like talked about like Troy Polamalu because he was like known for like you know the clutch interceptions and like stuff like that. Right. Like, what are some things that you can do during the off season to kind of like get like him when it comes to interception wise to be able to read a little bit better? So the thing, well, I guess honestly, now that you say it, there is some coverages where I am like kind of playing with the quarterback. Like if we're doing like a cover three and I'm like coming down, he doesn't know if I'm like hook the curl or like curl to flat. If I'm like just like a hard flat player. Um, so I do kind of play some games a little bit with him there. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me is to like get back catching. Like I haven't caught a ball in I don't know how many months. So I need, I need to get that up and that's going to help my IQ. That's just going to have to continue going up because that's the, the biggest difference between like college and and in the league, like obviously yeah. speed, but the knowledge is is where it's at. Um, but yeah, I think the aggressive mentality kind of comes from like from Troy Palomaro. That comes from comes from training, like in everything, not only training, but in everything you do. But for focusing on training, you know, you gotta push yourself like every day. Like it's not just yeah. like go down here, you know get this quick lift in it's like no you kind of gotta work to grow that's yeah you gotta put your foot on the gas pedal and kind of keep going a little bit it's more like your thumb like so when you were like in positions to get an interception like you would try to obviously catch it but like would it just be like super annoying that you can't like you know yeah so i remember one vividly it was it was georgetown we're gonna cover two uh, kind of like on the goal line, I think it was like the 15 or like 12. I'm not sure, but it was, it was inside the 20. We're in a cover two and like a one on one with the corner. But like at the snap, I'm moving in between the number, the receiver close to the sideline in the slot. And I'm literally sitting there in perfect position. And the slot was running the corner. So I'm yeah. here to pick it off. And it comes straight to me and the ball. Like this one, I had the cast on my thumb. Like I had it in one hand, but he put some like zip on it. And I just, I just couldn't close it. It went straight through. If I would have caught it, it would have been like a hundred eight yard touchdown return, you know? <laughs> like obviously I tried, but you know, it's kind of just has to be like the, the perfect ball. So I, I got one perfect ball, which was against uh, Cornell. Cause like, I could really only catch him. It was like lofted. Um, yeah. So I got I got one against them and then broke my thumb next week. <laughs> so are there like any differences between like being in the red zone or like kind of being in like the normal field when you guys are on defense? Because like there's a tighter space when you're like kind of closer to the red zone when the offense is close. Right. Um, yeah, there's definitely there's definitely some differences. Um, you know, you get some different kind of plays, you get different routes. Um we even like move our alignments down some. So I mean, we have like like three zones, like other red zones, like high red zone, low red zone, and then goal line. 
so you know goal lines you is, is completely different um you know the field you can get so many like different plays so many different routes um but once you get inside the i think we do it inside the 18 we consider the red zone yeah inside the 18s we, we consider the red zone so yeah. that's when we start moving our alignment you know uh our zone coverages become a little tighter. So you're not like necessarily just passing off. You kind of got to stick with the receiver a little bit and then pass it off. Um, bring some pressures, you know, you're not really doing, I mean, you can do that in the middle of the field, but you, you really just don't want them to to get yards. They like get a field goal or anything and go on. So yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah. So, so safety is like, is that a position you always wanted to play or did you ever think about, you know, corner at all? Because I know they're kind of similar, but they're kind of different, like, in a sense. Right. So, I mean, I would say I always um, – I mean, I played, like, all the positions growing up, and I didn't really start playing safety until I got to to high school. But our safety position was different than what we run. Like, in high school, it was, like, completely different, like, way different like three three stack made to stop the run one high safety not even high safety one safety playing at 10 yards like that's what i did in high school so i was basically a really athletic linebacker just you know making tackles making plays um versus college it was uh it was like learning a whole new playbook but like completely different like i was like i had to if i wanted to play um but yeah, I'm losing track of the question again. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So, like, what are the differences for you between safety and corner? Right, corner. Um, corner is more corner is more technical, I would say. You're gonna be it depends which corner you're at, but corner is more technical. Um I mean you still have to have knowledge and sometimes you have to come up and make that that tackle. Um safety is more of well, it depends on which defense, but I'd say safety is more of the, like, quarterback of the defense. Um, but there's no, like, discredit to corner because not everyone can play corner. You have to be really technical. You have to be – you have to be a good player, and you've got to have, like, some intangibles. Like, if you're not fast, then you got to have great technique or you got to yeah. have strong hands. I mean, any any defensive player, you got to have strong hands because you barely get the ball, like, thrown to you. And if it does, you got to make a play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't really play corner. I didn't like 707, but, oh, actually, no, I played corner my sophomore year of high school for like two games. That's when I came back from, like, I broke my collarbone. And that was uh, my first game back was against Ron Colley. I played corner. And that was, that wasn't bad. Yeah. You were on at Cathedral, you were on some like pretty good teams defensively like how did yeah. that prepare you for like the next level i mean obviously obviously the competition uh kind of gets you like that mentality that anyone can be beat <laughs> these dudes yeah. are human you know just you just gotta trust yourself and trust your coaches um but i'd say they cathedral kind of helped me with that mentality of like everyone's human you know you can play with the best of the best even if you don't have the, the best players you can you can still put up a fight even like yeah. you, you're not going back which is which is i say i learned that from cathedral yeah 
So did that like help you transition easier into college? Kind of playing at Cathedral? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Cause I wasn't going against like scrubs every week, you know, like I we didn't come from like a, like a small school. I mean, it is small, but like we weren't playing like no hate, but like shatards every week or like, buffs. like <laughs> St. X and an elder and St. Ed's, you know, like yeah, we were playing some dudes. And I think that helped a lot, you know, even with like preparing for preparing for games. It's like, is yeah, I think it helped. Yeah, so that like it was like that was like toughest schedule, I would say, out of any team in the state then. So like who were some tough guys that you played when you guys were kind of going out of the state that you thought were kind of a tough task to deal with? In high school, um tough teams were Honestly, we we really we played some Ohio teams. Actually, St. Ed's. My roommates, my two roommates, they're from St. Ed's, um, and they're they're pretty difficult. We, I don't think we will ever beat them. Um, but they, I mean, they just get some dudes. You know, like we get guys too. But, um, yeah. But most of our out of state teams, we play like a team from Kentucky. They were they were all right. Um, I think it was Ryle. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd say like the competition is a little different, you know, like Ohio and Kentucky's uh, versus Indiana. But I do think Indiana football slept. Like, there's still a lot of like good players, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just don't understand because, like, you know, a lot of like Texas gets a lot of attention. Like a lot of like the bigger states, like Florida, like there's still some good players that come out of Indiana. Like it's not like. You know, mm -hmm. Not bums and yeah, I mean, like the thing is, is like some coaches, like they so recruiters have like regions, and like if you're at a Florida school or like UCF, USF, or like uh, LSU, like they don't even have <laughs> recruiters looking at Indiana. They're looking to get guys <laughs> from like Texas, Ali, Georgia, yeah, uh, some North like South Carolina. Like they're not they're not even really worried about like the the midwest because like just let them go to big 10 or like max something like that you know yeah so how was the recruiting process when you were getting recruited right um my recruiting process so i may have some decent looks like going into my sophomore year um went to a few camps got some eyes on me so that sophomore season was supposed to be like big for me um I had I had just got the starting spot. Um my yeah, sophomore year at safety. And like a week before practice or a week before the first game, that's when I broke my collarbone. And that that kind of set me back like a lot. Um, because I missed the whole season and came back. You know, it was it still wasn't feeling like up to par. So I played, I think I played like two, like one or two JV games. I had to get my speed back. It was just it was just a really big setback, and um, my recruitment kind of started over like my junior year. So that's when I really had to lock in and you know get the eyes back on me. I got like my first offer from like Toledo. Yeah, they were my first one, and I was just like really appreciative or appreciative of that because then it was like okay, like this this work is kind of paying off. Like I just gotta like up it to the next level. Yeah, you know, like keep showing up. 
Um, and that helped. And then like after the opening, this this was after my junior year going going into senior year. Yeah, like after like some some Adidas and like uh the opening, like I started getting like some like serious looks, you know, like Big Ten and then like some uh let's see what it there was that Big Twelve? Yeah, Big Twelve. Um like looks, but then you know, I had I had some good ones in my arsenal and I really considered them and I ended up, you know, taking my visit to Penn, you know, seeing like what the school is about, yep. seeing what it could be, you know, because I mean at the time they were just all right. I think like like six like uh what was their record? Maybe like six and four. And then it just went down and then three and seven. But I don't know. You just gotta look past past the situation it's in now even if it's a really good situation you have to look into the future and I think yeah. that's what I learned and I think it's it's been a great decision for me you know it challenges me football wise mentally for sure like talking about school uh it's, it's no cakewalk yeah I mean it's, it's Ivy but, League. yeah All right so like Ivy League because like I don't think a lot of people really know like but the Ivy League, because they always focus on like the Power Five, like the like there's still like NFL talent, like kind of hidden in the Ivy League. Yeah. Like, how would mm-hmm. you describe yeah. kind of your experience being in the Ivy League? Because it is different from other conferences. Yeah, I say I say the Ivy League. You don't really go against. I mean, maybe like like two, like a couple teams maybe that are just all right. But there's a lot of sleepers in the Ivy League, I think. Like, you can't really underestimate the talent of the players and the talent of the coaches because there's still some good coaches in the Ivy League, and they'll they'll try to expose weaknesses. Um, yeah, so I don't I don't think it's been bad. If anything, it's, it's been good. Like, it's, it's still a challenge every week. Um, but, I mean, obviously not, like, compared to, like, Big Ten where you just have – like the resources to just get yeah. those guys and get these guys much better. And like even the money to to bring those guys in or keep up with the facilities. I mean, like we're finally getting a new locker room. It's going to be nice. So we're like in, in like one of these like rec locker rooms for the spring until that's done. Yeah. But yeah, it hasn't been bad. You mentioned like NFL a few times as well. Is that your ultimate goal as a football player? Yeah, it is. Sure. So, like, what are you going to do to prove everyone next year that you do belong on that level? Right. So, I mean, I've been I've been working on that since since like my first year here. Uh, so it kind of started back then. But I set like, like some goals. At least like this year, um, you know, I feel like I need this. I should step up more uh, in my leadership role of the team. Um you know, especially if we want to hit that next that next one percent, yeah, to get that ring. Um, next year I want honorable mention, or not honorable mention. Next year I want all, all American because they gave me like honorable mention this year, which was just astounding to me. But you know, <laughs> if if I would if I would have caught the ball those five times, then I would have got it. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, at least first team, but yeah, next year I want all American. I want to stay healthy. And I want six interceptions, but yeah, the biggest thing for me is just to make it undeniable 
that I'm one of the best safeties in the Ivy, if not the best. And I think that's that's what's going to get me to the next level. Yeah, I mean, you just want to get there. As, I mean, any way you can. I mean, it's a journey either way, depending on how quick or how how long it takes. As long as you keep grinding, you can you can stay at it and get there. Mm-hmm. I hope you stay I, healthy because injuries seem to be quite a consistent thing with you. Like, how do you keep your head up when you have like injuries that I mean, honestly, like hold you back? Right. And here is playing hurt. Like, you're not going to have go through a season 100% healthy. So it's kind of it's kind of just about managing them. You know, like I had like landed weird and like hurt my cartilage like the second game of the season, you know, still played, you know, just. Kind of Advil becomes a good friend of yours, kind of that. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you won't you won't be healthy the whole season. You just kind of have to come to come to terms with that. Yeah, because I mean, it is football. At the end of the day, I mean, you are tackling people every right. single week, running as fast. As you can. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, is there anything you want to say before I close this out? I know you're short on time, but. Um, no, you know, I appreciate you, uh, having me on your podcast. Um, you know, I'll, I'll support you, you know, just let me know if we, we can do this again anytime. Um, but I don't know, I guess to the people out there, if you have your goals, actually work to, to get them, to reach them. Um, you can't do it alone. So find someone with the same with your mind and just keep going up. You'll be all right. Exactly. Exactly. I, I I appreciate you for hopping on. I appreciate sure. it. Thank you. This has been uh, Shiloh Means, uh, safety from University of Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm your host, Jackson Burleson. And this has been another episode of the Take Podcast. You guys take care.